Is your child so negative you avoid them? Do you walk on eggshells around them? Maybe you don't know what else to do. This is an important episode that we all should listen to when we have a child who's dysregulated. Hi, I'm Dr. Roseanne, and I'm a mental health trailblazer. And join me as we have real conversations about real solutions to kids' problems. And today we're talking about negativity. Maybe it's the negativity of our kids. Maybe they're difficult, always so nasty or irritable. Or maybe we struggle with our own negativity and we don't know what to do about it. Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. Let's dive in. Hi, I am Dr. Roseanne. I'm so glad you're here. And this is part of my ongoing Parenting Lifeline series and my podcast. If you're not familiar with It's Going to Be Okay with Dr. Roseanne, we're everywhere, even on YouTube. So make sure you listen. And today we're going to be talking about breaking the negativity cycle. So sometimes our kids are negative and they're tough to deal with. And sometimes we are negative and negativity is never feels like it's the right thing to do, but sometimes we get caught up in it. So let's talk about how it happens, what we can do about it, and how important it is, not just for today, but for breaking the generational negativity bias. Because I think we all know certain people, even within our own families, or maybe families we've married into or friends, that really seem to be a very negative type of person. Always talk about my kids. I have one kid that's a glass half full and another kid who's a glass half empty. And it's tough. You have to approach them differently. So what is this negativity bias? Why do we have it? What does it start? Well, you know, it is actually a real thing. And we are wired to see negativity. And it started with the time of cavemen, actually, so that our brain would alert to danger. Well, we're not cavemen anymore. Well, maybe some people are, but we generally aren't. And so we want to make sure that we are being more conscious of our negativity bias. And just to know how easy our brain goes to this negativity bias, it takes us one quarter second to see a negative and 20 seconds to see a positive. So in order to get to that 20 seconds, you have to be conscious and conscientious, right? So you have to have patience. You have to be able to say, okay, well, that's just my brain or that's my mom showing up in me and she's very fear, you know, has a scarcity mindset or whatever is going on. But part of this conversation is to enlighten you about, as I always talk about things, right? From the brain, from research, but we need to make a generational shift. Often we get so stuck in the world of mental health thinking everything is genetic. Everything is related to neurotransmitters because pharma wants us to think that everything goes down to a neurotransmitter level. And that there's only one way to support that, which we know isn't true, that it requires psychiatric medication. But when we inherit behaviors from our families, which we do every day, the number one way we learn to parent is from our parents. And negativity biases, ways of thinking about things, ways of talking about things, we inherit it from our families, right? And that's good and bad. But being negative is a lot more common. 
anybody, you know, hadn't heard this story, I went to this, I used to be part of a really awesome business mastermind. It was basically the first day was about your money values. And I literally was the only person who raised my hand when they said, were you raised with positivity around money values? And this was like a group of like 80 or 90 just unbelievable humans. And I thought, wow, you've... And they all were fearful about money. And that was the whole point of it. And that's just one way, right? So I was lucky that my parents um, really had this positive attitude that was pervasive across pretty much everything I did. So it's part of why I don't know that you shouldn't do something or I treat everybody the same because this don't have any fear towards anything. So we have to create a generational shift towards this negativity. Why are some kids so negative? So as I said, I have a glass half empty, a glass half half full. Same flipping genetics, same parents, different ages. I mean, they are five and a half years apart and there's different things, but they honestly came out that way. So we have things like temperament. It's real. You do sort of are formed and we inherit our personality features from family members. I love to look at my kids and think, oh, that's a little bit of my mom. That's a little bit of my sister shows up in my younger kid because he loves to be clean and organized. He didn't inherit that me. I, you know, I'm not saying I don't appreciate it. It's just not going to be a priority. I'd rather pay somebody else to do it. So there are features that show up. Temperament is a part of that. But also there are clinical issues that get in the way of how you view things. And if your system is activated, if you are in a fight, flight, or freeze, if you're dealing with OCD or PANS, PANDAS, you're too activated to think straight. And if you're their parent, you might be too activated to think straight. So there's going to be much more of sauciness at a minimum. But quick to ignite. I like to call it viperish behavior because they're just hanging on in the inside. Maybe there's hormonal components. Maybe there's normal developmental parts to this as well. So there's normal, a desire to pull away at different ages. And that could be part of some of this negativity. But being a real negative kid, an individual is more than an occasional thing. It means that's your go-to. If you have a negative kid, you know you can't just do things easily. Meredith in her office just talked to me about a client and they were talking about how how would they prep their kid for even coming here because they needed so much prep time because everything is fear for them. That is a negativity bias. That is something where they get stuck and you have to work around it. You also can have people with rejection, sensitivity, dysphoria, RSD. If you don't know about it, go back and listen to my other episode. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, go back and watch it. It's a really real condition where you are much more sensitive to real or perceived perceived, let me highlight that again, perceived criticism or just rejection of any kind. And if you have a kid like this, you know exactly what what I'm talking about, where everything you say to them can get a pushback, can get an agitation. And these are really sensitive individuals. 70% of individuals of all ages with ADHD have RSD. People are more aware of it. It's much more common. And I bring it up because it's a really real condition. And even though it's not in the diagnostical and statistical manual, I do think it will be in the future. Just because we have these things, just because you have RSD or OCD or depression, 
doesn't mean it's a carte blanche to be able to act like this, but it's a way to understand that their brain is activated and how can we best approach it. So the first thing you're going to do, and you know what I'm going to say, is share your calm. And sharing your calm is not always easy. It requires intentful practice. You can't just say, oh, I'm going to be calm today. No. What are you doing to regulate your nervous system? Are you doing breath work? Are you doing prayer? Are you doing yoga? Are you in a knitting club? True story, not me. (laughs) With your friends. What are you doing every day for 10 minutes or more a day? I'm going to bring up our multi-mag brain formula. You can go to drrosanne.com forward slash magnesium. And it's a way to calm the nervous system. There are many nutrients that can help calm our nervous system. It's just that magnesium is the number one most used nutrient in the body and we need it. So you want to make sure that you are doing it. And you know you can actually win magnesium if you're listening. We're having contests all the time. You drrosanne.com forward slash win magnesium. Right now, we're doing an awesome contest where you get enter for a chance to win. In the future, we're using that for people that buy magnesium and actually leave a review or send in a video. We're going to be doing some fun stuff with that. We want to have kids showing how they use multi-mag brain neuro because it tastes so good. It tastes yummy and it's super effective. So sharing your calm, whether it's nutrients like magnesium or things like putting essential oils, like I have my lemon right here, whatever it is, you have to be intentful. Today before I left, I lit my candles and I said my prayers. That is a rebalancer and an anchor for me. I don't mess around. I live a very purposeful life with a lot of things in it. And my nervous system gets really jacked up very easily. And then I don't sleep. And that's not good, right? So we have to make sure we take care of it. Hey, parents, looking to turn those stressful days into moments of calm focus? Well, that's exactly why I created Neurotastic Multimag Brain Formula. It's the brain booster that helps kids and parents stay centered and sharp. It's not magic, it's science, and it's just a spoonful away. Bring the balance with Neurotastic. Go to drrosanne.com forward slash magnesium to get special subscribe and save discounts with, of course, amazing gifts. DrRoseanne.com forward slash magnesium. So role modeling. So role modeling is really important. It is sharing your time, but it also means you're showing your kids how do you deal when somebody irritates you? Or how do you deal with X, Y, and Z, right? We had actually a situation this week, I was traveling where there was somebody who was mentally ill, clearly in the airport, and the police were just about to take him down. So I was like, okay, guys, this is what's happening. We're going to be calm. And they were like, what's going on? You know, they hadn't seen it. And, you know, I had to explain it. And I really remained, obviously, it remained calm, but we processed, we talked about it. I said to them, wow, that's kind of freaky. I don't think I've seen that. Like somebody getting taken down in any capacity since like 20 years ago. Role modeling happens all the time. That is a big thing. But how are you managing your stress when you're irritating, you know, in law says something to you or whatever it is? How are you managing that? It's important because they are watching you more than they're listening. When you have a kid who's really negative, this is the hardest thing I'm going to tell you. And you think that it's not. You have to intentfully 
build connection. And how you're building connection can come in many ways. But what you want to make sure is that you are for sure really working to spend time with them, do preferred activities with them. And, you know, don't fact fight with your kids. Don't get into it with your kids. When people are negative, it's, I don't know, there's something that turns on, you know, I'm such an empath. I can feel the energy of people. You don't want to get dragged down into that mud with them. And you say to yourself, well, of course I don't do that. Well, it happens a lot sometimes, you know, where all of a sudden you're tit for tat. Again, we call it fact fighting. And you want to make sure that you are finding fun things. Maybe it's completely nonverbal things. Maybe it's sitting physically close to each other and watching a movie. Connection happens in a lot of ways. Of course, you want to try to have pleasant conversations. But I feel that when you have a really abrasive kid, a negative kid, it's hard to find those moments, but you have to find them because your kids need to have you as a safe spot. So I hope that was really helpful. I don't know, you know, somebody said they had an aha light bulb moment. I'm not sure when that was, but I appreciate it. You know, wherever you are in that journey with your child and many, many kids are negative, it's okay to get irritated with them. It's okay to question if you're good at this. It's okay to want to have mom time, dad time, grandma time away from your kid. But you have to work on yourself and you have to do whatever you can to healthily be calm and find moments of connection and role model, you know, what you can. And and just know that your child isn't doing this on purpose and they may be as stuck in the behavior as you are in managing it. That is surprising for a lot of people, especially when you have bright kids that seem to be okay at school. And there's a lot of reasons why kids are okay at school, but ultimately it's because it's a really structured place There's a lot of peer pressure and most kids can do better with bumpers. And when you have those bumpers, somebody says, I'm guilty of being negative sometimes and I'm working at it. We all are guilty of of that. There isn't a person who isn't, including myself. There's times when you really have a negative kid and it's tough to keep it together, especially when you didn't sleep or you have stress on you or all these other things that really make it hard. So always be kind to your mind. Always be kind to yourself. Don't feel like you're the only one. I think the best part about being in our community, whether you're in our free Facebook group or soon to be Combrain community, is to have a safe place where you can ask questions. You can feel like you're not alone because when you have kids that have, like myself, you know, having a dyslexic and super worried about where are we going to high school? You know, <laughs> anybody who wants to talk to me about that, I'm stressing about it have been. We still have two more years, but I've been stressing about it since um, fifth grade. So, uh, And I mean in that I'm exploring it, but it's still stressful. It's a hard thing to know where the right environment is for your kid, whatever is going on with you. But then to have a kid who's really has a negative way, they're always the glass half empty every time. And you have to be like, look, see, 
it's full. There's water in here. That takes a lot. So be kind to yourself. Put your oxygen mask on. Get your own support in groups, therapy, whatever it is. And really work on that piece within your family lineage, right? Because we inherit a lot of toxic patterns from our families as hopefully, you know, I always say I took good stuff from Tony and Philomena and I got rid of the bad stuff. I think our kids put a mirror to us, right? And we're like, oh, wow. I, I remember we're not liking that when I was a kid. So don't get stuck in activity, take action and always start with one thing. And the first thing all of us should do is work on our own calm so that we can share it. So hope this is helpful wherever you are. If you need support from anybody on our team and you're looking for solutions, you go to drrosanne.com forward slash help. You take our solution matcher and we match you to the right solution. Stay positive, my friends. Parenting is hard and there are so many ups and downs. And when you have a child who's negative, it's hard to keep your cool. It's hard to share your calm. But know that no matter what is going on, when we take a step towards understanding our child's brain and behavior and we put our own oxygen mask on, it's going to be okay. You need the right solution to help your child be successful at home, school, and life. And that's why I've created the Solution Matcher. Go to drrosanne.com forward slash help, D-R-R-O-S-E-A-N-N forward slash help to get the right solution for where you're at. 